Everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A blessed Lord's Day to all of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. My brothers and sisters in Christ. How often we use that language and yet fail to realize its true origin and its true meaning. We are, in fact, siblings in the profoundest sense, siblings in Christ, because we share the same Father, our Father who art in heaven, and the same Mother, the Holy Christian Church. We share the same father and mother quite obviously because we have been born into our Heavenly Father's family. When were we born into His family? Through holy baptism. It is our Lord Jesus Himself who says, You must be born from above. You must be born of water and the Spirit. This new birth of which Jesus speaks is precisely how we become children of God and brothers and sisters to one another. St. Paul speaks of baptism in this same way, writing that God saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration. Palin, Genesius, and renewal, anakinoseos of the Holy Spirit. Palin, Genesius, to be born again, and anakinoseos, to be made new again. Baptism is a washing. That's literally what the word baptisma means. Baptism is a washing by which God causes us to be born again, to be made new again, such that we become the children of God, heirs of God, inheritors of eternal life, brothers and sisters in Christ, that we might devote ourselves to good works but avoid foolish controversies. So St. Paul writes. That last part almost bears repeating, doesn't it? Avoid foolish controversies. There is nothing more foundational than family. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God is one, and yet His oneness consists precisely in family. And we have been made members of His family, not by natural birth, but by heavenly birth of water and the Spirit. Would we allow foolish controversies or petty divisions, or personal opinions to divide the family of God? God forbid. Indeed, today, each one of us has great cause to be humbled and to remember who we are and from whom we have come 
For in our midst, God himself, our heavenly Father, gives new birth to little Leonidas Mercier. Next service, he will be baptized here at this font. Today, we behold a true and indisputable miracle of God. Today, the Holy Spirit overshadows the waters of the font. Today, the ever-virgin church conceives and bears a son. Today, we receive an immortal sibling. And today, our eyes are opened once more to see what our deepest identity is and who precisely those people in the pew next to you are. Today we repent of all the ways that we have not lived up to our own identity as children of God and as brothers and sisters to one another. We return to the font from which we were born and we recall that we are God's children only because he has had mercy upon us. A wise theologian once wrote, Repentance is nothing less than returning to baptism. How deeply, then, we all need to repent, not merely with our lips, but with our whole hearts, and return to our deepest calling and identity. We are children of God, brothers and sisters to one another. We have good works to do together while we are here, in this life. And so also we must avoid all foolish controversies, dissensions, and whatever else would hinder us. Together, we must humble ourselves before our God and Father, that together we might be exalted. For so our Lord speaks in his gospel today, everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. But whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Not a single one of us stands before God because he thinks the right thoughts or speaks the right words or does the right things. No, every last one of us stands before God for this reason only. We have had our sins washed away by God because we have been baptized and thus he has clothed us in the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And not only this, but in baptism, he has taken us and buried us with Jesus and raised us with Jesus so that even now we might walk in newness of life. Why do we baptize a little baby today? Prepare to be humbled, and I'll be humbled right along with you. That baby is no different than us. In God's eyes, we are all children. When the disciples of Jesus tried to keep little children from being brought to Jesus, our Lord rebuked his disciples and said to them that they must become 
as little children, or they would not enter the kingdom of God. In this sense, there are no adults in the kingdom of God. Only children, only those who receive God's gift of new birth as a gift of pure grace. Our Lord Jesus, after his death by which he saved us from our sins and his resurrection by which we were justified, said to his disciples, Go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them everything I have commanded. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. Never once does Jesus say, baptize everyone except for really, really old people. <laughs> Nor does he ever say, baptize everyone except for really, really young people. Baptism is for all, regardless of age. Indeed, the scriptures tell us that baptism is for all nations, that entire households were baptized. And yes, none less than St. Peter himself says that this gift is for you and your children. Who in the church has understood this rightly? Who in the church has been in favor of baptism for all people regardless of their age? None less than Irenaeus. Hippolytus, or Hippolytus, as you might know him, Origen, Cyprian, Gregory of Nazianzus, Chrysostom, Augustine, and Luther, just to name a few. Irenaeus so beautifully wrote in the second century, Jesus came to save all through himself. All, I say, who through him are reborn in God. Infants and children, youths and old men. Thus also Jesus himself passed through every age, becoming an infant for infants, sanctifying infants, a child for children, sanctifying those who are of that age, and so on. Beautiful words and truth. The righteousness of Christ extends over every part of our lives. Do you remember what it was like being born? No, you don't. Just as you added nothing to your natural birth, but were pa a passive participant, so too you add nothing to your spiritual birth, but were a passive participant. You may not remember one, you may not remember the other, but it nonetheless is true that God has baptized you. God has given you new birth. God has made you his own child. And now it is God who reminds you that this and nothing else is your deepest identity. Spouse may be taken from you. Children may be taken from you. Career, house, goods, all may be taken away from you, but not your standing as God's child. 
Your deepest identity is to be a child of God. So humble yourself accordingly, and he will exalt you. O Lord Jesus Christ, you who have so loved me that you gave your only life, like your servant Job, I am afraid of all my deeds. I sometimes wish that I had never been born, that I had not sinned, that I had never been born, that I had not sinned against you or brought such great shame upon myself. Like your servant David, I cry out to you that you would have compassion on me. Take not your Holy Spirit away from me, but once more create in me a clean heart. For like your servant Paul, I confess that the good I want to do, I fail to do. And the evil that I try not to do, that I keep on doing. Who will save me from this body of death? from this sinful life, from my very being. Only you, Lord Jesus, only you who have so loved me that you became as I am and took my sins as your own. Only you who loved me despite my unloveliness and thought me worthy despite my unworthiness, and gave your most holy, precious, and sinless life in order to save my insignificant soul for all eternity. How can I thank you for this honor that you have bestowed, for this unimaginable gift, that I, even I, should be purchased with your own blood and be ransomed, at no less of value than the very blood of God. How could I be of such great worth to you? Your grace is beyond my comprehension. Your mercy beyond my ability to understand. Your goodness simply unspeakable. Humble me, O Lord, that in due time I may be exalted. Return me, O Lord, to the font of your mercy, to the water by which you cleansed me, to the new birth by which you have made me a child of God and an heir of eternal life. And give me to be a humble servant of your people, a helper of souls, an aid to my brothers and sisters on their journey toward heaven. As you have loved me, so move me to love others, to humble myself and lift them up unto you. I am yours, O Lord. Save me. I am yours, O Lord. Humble me. I am yours, O Lord. Conform me into your own holy image and likeness. For there is no greater honor in heaven or on earth, no greater honor than can possibly be given than that I should become like you and receive your Father as my own Father for all eternity. Dear brothers and sisters, and yes, I mean that, 
I hope that that is your prayer as well. Remember who you are. Remember your baptism. Humble yourself, as our Lord Jesus says, and in due time, our Father, the Father of all mercies, will exalt you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.